You guys, I'm back. <laughs> As usual, a little late, but here we are. <laughs> this week, I'm going to touch on a few topics. I scrolled through the Daily Mail, went through some of their headlines. We're going to talk mostly about Britney, Justin Bieber, him being in Italy, and the Beyonce album. And a few other little things sprinkled in there. So stick around, because I'm going in. All right, so I'm going to go through some Daily Mail headlines and see whatever piques my interest. And that's what we're going to talk about. And then we're going to talk about the new Beyonce album because I'm all about it. <laughs> and I have a lot to say. <laughs> so let's see the Daily Mail. We have Brad Pitt saying that his daughter Shiloh is beautiful. It's so strange the fact that you don't see him with his kids that much, but hopefully they do have a good relationship. And uh, he was kind of blushing when somebody was asking him on the red carpet about Shiloh and her dancing, so that was kind of cute. Um, he's been making the rounds for his new film, and I don't think it's getting good reviews. Like, it literally just came out on yesterday, which was Monday. It's called Bullet Train. It's an action film, and I don't think it's getting good reviews. But Brad will be fine. He has a production company. He's producing everything. He'll be fine. <laughs> he looks amazing. I love these new looks. He's been sporting all this color on these red carpets. Love it. Love to see it. Naomi Campbell, rarely seen with her little baby. Well, guess what, Daily Mail? You're, she's still not showing us the baby. These are like old pictures. She's wishing Ricardo Tichy, the uh, designer of Burberry, a happy birthday. And she reposted an old picture where you don't see the, her baby's face, which I think is cool for people to protect their children. So another false headline by the Daily Mail. <laughs> uh, bad bad. Brad Pitt's bullet train goes off the rails. That's probably where I heard that. Slammed by critics. That's where I got the drift that it wasn't doing well. What else have we got? Oh my god. Bella Thorne's ex, Tana Mojo. Okay, Bella Thorne, we don't really care. Tana Mojo, I don't know if you guys have heard about her. She's this young YouTuber who... She was a little bit out of control, this girl. <laughs> she's, she's actually, she was young. She was very smart. She made a big splash on YouTube telling stories. But she doesn't have a lot of parental guidance. And she's kind of all over the place. So she's dated like all these sort of B-list celebrities and tried to keep in the spotlight. So here she is on a red carpet. Half of her boobs are hanging out. And yeah, I just want you guys to know that there's another Tana. Every time I remember when... I first saw her on YouTube, I was like, oh my god, her name is Tana, and this is what she's doing? She was a wild child, but she's actually a pretty smart kid. So, what else is going Selena is in the top, Selena Gomez is in talks to headline the reboot of the 80s smash working girl. Okay, no. The Daily Mail scared me and, and said that she's in talks for the lead. No, she's actually producing it. We don't know if she's going to be the lead. That's such a, I don't know, there's just something about that movie that makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside it. I don't think it should be touched. 
even if she's just I certainly don't want her to star in it there's only one test Melanie Griffith her vulnerable her and Meg Ryan in that era they were they were they were great both of them they really managed to capture the hearts of both men and women um and yeah i don't want selena gomez to touch it we didn't that movie does not need a reboot or remake or anything as far as i'm concerned i did a a poll on my instagram i just put it up i don't know how that's going but i have a feeling most people will see it like me unless you're younger and you don't have the affinity and the memories you have connected with the original movie Justin Bieber gives thanks for having me back. Oh my God, thank God Justin is better. Thank God, because as I read about his what he had, Ramsey's Hunt Syndrome, if you don't get it in check within the first few days, it can stay with you, the paralysis in your face that we all saw. So he did get it in check pretty quickly, I believe. And thank God he's back on the road. He does his first show in Italy. I posted on Instagram about that. His first show, he looked so happy. He looked happy. The audience obviously was so receptive. He he must be thrilled. And we're thrilled. Um, he, as I mentioned on my Instagram stories, there was a horrible beating to death of a Nigerian man in Northern Italy. He was a vendor. He was trying to sell somebody to something, somebody walking by. And this animal, sort of middle-aged, young white guy, beat the man to death. Oh my God. I saw the video. It's on Twitter. Absolutely horrifying. But I will say... When I looked at the video, it didn't look like the man would die from it. I don't know what he did, or or obviously the video, it wasn't in full. I don't know what he did or how he did it, but this animal needs to be locked away forever and ever and ever and ever to think about what he did. And he needs to be made an example of. I don't know what the hell is going on in Italy. I know that the past few years ever since they got the euro the economy there hasn't been as good the euro took whatever money they had and made it and turned it into half of what they had there's been high unemployment especially in the south and the north actually and then covid hit and like everybody's sort of a lot of people are struggling financially for the last few years in italy and it it was kind of like a slow drip and i think that there's a whole generation of young people there whose parents spoiled them because the parents sort of lived on the spoils of the grandparents who left all these properties to the younger generations and they spoiled their kids and so there's a there were a lot of it not just from my but from what i saw not necessarily my family members but in general I found the kids there running a bit wild. They were really sort of rebellious and they like to live dangerously. And now that COVID's happened and things are even worse, I think there's a rage in them and they are taking it out on innocent migrants who are just trying to have a better life. I don't understand 
racism. I don't understand it. I, I really don't. It's it's just to, to not be a racist is just to be humane. And I have to say that, you know, not obviously not everybody in Italy is racist. As a matter of fact, it, when it, in Palermo, where my father is from, it's like the biggest city in Sicily. I remember a few years ago, the mayor saying, no, we have to let the migrants in when they were, you know, drowning off the coast. No, we have to let them in. They're human. They are, they're coming here for a better life. We can't treat them like that. Like we're, we're going to help them. And that's that. It was such a proud moment for me when I heard him speaking that way. And so, you know, on Twitter, everybody was taking clips and saying, oh, my God, I'm just saying, you know, everywhere there's good and bad people. And in that clip, nobody jumped in to help. I have a feeling people were afraid to. Maybe the people that were taking the video were older. Maybe they were female. How are they going to get involved in a, in, a, in a guy that's going crazy? People were saying in the background, basta, meaning stop it. That's enough. The police are coming. That's what they were saying in the background of the video. So they thought, oh my God, this isn't good. He's beating up that man. But nobody wanted to get involved, which happens a lot. It happens in New York all the time. There's people being mugged right in front of you on the subway and everybody sits around so I don't want to blame all in it of Italy but I there is a problem there there is a white supremacist problem there just like there is in, in pockets of Canada just like there is especially in the United States so oh my god we need a deprogramming of these people like so anyways, getting back to Justin, he did his show in northern Italy and obviously he got wind of what just happened. And so he put out a message saying like my tour is about inclusivity and equality and racism is evil. My God, God bless you, just God bless the new Justin Bieber. You know, years and years ago, I wasn't fans, a fan of his, as I said, when he was having his wild days. I was actually asked if I could go work on him, if I could run downtown quickly during TIFF one year. And I thought about it and said no, which is insane. But anyways, the mistakes I make, like how good would have that looked on a resume? But anyways, the new Justin, who's found God... He's just the most beautiful thing ever. The way he loves his wife, like he's learning, he's working through that, how to be a better husband, how not to blame his problems on her, how not to be controlling and think that he's like, and not to have an ego. Like, God bless him. That's why when he got sick, like you could see the, the guy is all about goodness now. You know, he's really got it together. And so when he said that to thousands and thousands of young Italians, I'm sure it resonated, and, and I hope that word spreads and spreads and spreads like the gospel, what he said. And that's all. Love you, Justin. <laughs> Love him so much. So glad So glad he's, um, he's better. The world needs him, and people like him. Positivity spreaders. What else have we got? Let's see. We're all fans excited. So Princess Charlotte, she was at the Commonwealth Games. Like we, we can tell they're bringing out Charlotte a lot more now. I think um, Prince George, he's, his temper seems a little shorter. Not his temper, but his sort of 
you know, sitting still, you know, he, the poor kid, like not everybody takes being in the public eye the same. And Charlotte seems to be coming through as the, um, strong one in the family. So all of a sudden we're seeing Charlotte in videos. Charlotte's with her parents. Like she's so cute to me. She looks like the queen. (laughs) She looks her face to me. looks so much like the queen. I don't think she looks like princess Diana, um, that much, but I do think she looks like the queen. She looks cutie in her little striped top. Uh, Michael Keaton. I did a poll on who's your favorite Batman, and I forgot Michael Keaton. Hello. Anyways, he's my favorite. And he says, he says, no, I haven't really watched any other Batman movies. I have other shit to do. <laughs> but then he goes on to say that he's not trying to diss anything. He literally has other shit to do. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. Of course, the Daily Mail made a huge, huge headline out of it. Um, Johnny Depp suffers from erectile dysfunction. My God, are we going here again? This story is just just gets worse. Um, Dua Lipa, she looks amazing. She was in Toronto. She was hanging out with Nelly Furtado and Drake. Everybody loved her show. People set off fireworks during her show here. I don't know how the hell that happened, but idiots happen. Moving on, moving on. Brad Pitt again. Billie Eilish, amazing singer. I just posted she was... Um, singing some classics from Peggy Lee and Frank Sinatra. The, the girl's voice is like butter. It's literally like butter. We love her. Talent. Love it. Da, da, da. Who else are we interested here? We're not interested in Black China and Rob. Over it. Maddie Ziegler. Nope. <laughs> Nikki Hilton. <laughs> Who else have we got? I know there was something down here. Oh, people are going in on Anna de Armas because she has an accent. It's true. I watched a bit of the clips. You do hear an accent. I haven't seen the movie. I am going to watch it. She, there's something about her face, her cheeks, that actually do look like Marilyn Monroe. So I think the casting was good, but she probably should have worked on her accent more. Britney Spears. Britney Spears continuing to post videos showing outfits in her old house their old videos she kept saying she was in london she hasn't gone to london by all accounts she hasn't been to london but she keeps posting and saying she's in london and i was trying to figure out why and now i think i figured it out because she's doing a song with elton john and she probably wants everybody to assume that she went to london and recorded with him maybe or just elton is making her think about london so they did do a new rendition of Tiny Dancer. It's recorded. It's in the bag, as they say. Paris Hilton was interviewed at Tomorrowland by somebody I've become friends with, a journal called, he's hilarious. Um, He interviewed Paris and asked her, oh yeah, you just went to Britney's wedding. And she's like, oh yeah. And she just came out and said it sort of by, you know, naturally, she's like, oh, yeah, I was just in Ibiza, and I actually heard the song, it's like, what, it's actually, like, done, and you heard it, that's amazing, I'm so happy for Britney, again, Britney was never my thing, personally, I'm a Madonna girl, I'm not of that generation, of Britney's generation, I was never really, I, I like some of her some of her songs but i wasn't this huge britney fan but human interest i'm interested in what this poor girl has gone through and so what was my point 
so yeah so i'm just happy for her because elton is helping giving her a step up and just bringing her in a little bit and i think it's great obviously we want to see everybody get better succeed whatever it might be i don't think britney's well i i I don't think she's on the proper medication yet i find it astounding considering her resources i'm talking about since she's been out of her conservatorship in the conservatorship i find it astounding that licensed professionals were looking after her and everybody knew what was going on and the people that actually could have done something didn't and that's not her mother i don't think her mother could have done that much when you're dealing with a controlling alcoholic ex-husband things are not easy it's like trying to break through a wall and then he's in cahoots with all these powerful dark greedy hollywood types it was just a mess i don't think her mother was perfect her mother's now following on instagram don't even ask me how that happened I don't think her mother was perfect, but I do know that dealing with people with serious mental health issues, and if you guys can't, if people haven't realized that there's something wrong with Brittany, and a few doctors have said, you know, we can't say we haven't seen her records, but it's pretty clear that she probably has bipolar disorder. She, it's astounding that they still haven't gotten proper treatment. Not that you can always fix bipolar disorder. You can't. It's ongoing. There's different levels of it, like severities. And in Brittany's case, I happen to think it's, it's quite dominant. And I just wish that one she could get close to her mother again because i think most people it's a primal instinct to want your family be near your family i think it'll be good for her healing and i just want everybody i just i want britney to be better um you know i i I don't think she's good right now and i'm I I, want to sort of keep talking about her on my stories because I I do have experience with mental health issues, whether it's through some family members or through a good friend I had. I've seen it. I've seen it tear families apart. This is not unusual, you guys, which is why I want to talk about it. You know, it's not like I'm disclosing anything people don't that's already out there. It's all out there, whether Britney puts it out, the press puts it out. It's out there. So if I can contribute my two cents for people to be able to see, because there's sort of two schools, there's predominantly, there's the school of, oh my God, she's off her rocker, or oh my God, no, she's just like that because she was in a conservatorship and she's traumatized. I would like to pull people into the middle, which is where the truth usually lies, and give whatever sides needs a bit more understanding maybe try and give it some context i'm not a doctor it's not always accurate sometimes i'm making presumptions but especially with Brittany and my good friend from high school there are so many similarities you guys and 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 that's it it's almost like two carbon copies in terms of behavior so very happy that Brittany is slowly coming into the fold. If only they could get her better medical help. So let's talk a bit about Beyonce's album. 
I love it. Love it. Now, Beyonce's not everybody's cup of tea. Just like I said, Britney wasn't my cup of tea. And not everybody can be everybody's cup. Even sometimes Beyonce isn't always my cup of tea. But I like to give credit where credit is due. Like, when I saw Beyonce do her Coachella performance, I was watching it live, uh, live streaming a couple of years ago, and I was blown away. I was like, this was perfection. This performance was, and it was a long one too. It was like an hour and a half or something. It was perfection from A to Z. The costumes, the singing, the choreography. I'm like, you cannot, whether you like her, you're not a fan, you are a fan. You cannot take away from her, her talent, her work ethic, her, 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 her talent, mainly. Her talent's unbelievable. Her her voice is an instrument. I remember watching um, a video of her in her dressing room and Jay-Z was in there and she was uh, practicing her vocals. And Jay-Z was literally speechless watching her. At the end, he was just like, whoa. Her Her voice, she barely needs like any effects whatever those microphone effects are called auto two she doesn't even need it her voice is so amazing so whether you like her you don't like her you you've got to give her credit and this album it's it's generally so uplifting the beats are happening they're upbeat you got donna summer samples in there it's it's fantastic the 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 harmonies that are going on taking you back to like destiny's child just beautiful voices these beautiful harmonies these these the, the all these samples going on like it's so rich it's so textured it's so layered if there was one criticism i would have of beyonce's music more so in the past is that it's overproduced like i find that her songs sort of get broken up like you'll get into the groove and then she's got to go off on this a cappella thing for a minute and then it gets back to the song and then it changes again which in fact happens on this album too but it's just so brilliantly produced and done this time that i can't get mad at it i i can't get mad at it it is such a good album it is so well done she said she spent three years during the pandemic working on it she's going to be coming out with two other albums i believe they're already completed i think i heard that one was a country album which is super interesting she's from houston so it makes perfect sense she's got the she's got the vocals she can do anything she wants that girl she worked so hard okay Sometimes she does borrow from people. We know the story with Khalees. I don't think it was cool that they borrowed that sample and didn't tell her or pay her. I don't think it's cool that they did it to Robin S from Show Me Love. Robin S was happy about it. She's like, oh, it's just like the way she was looking at it is it brought her notoriety again. No, it doesn't work that way. If you're going to use somebody's work, you need to compensate them for it. I don't understand why she didn't. I'm sure Pharrell was even more at fault and maybe discouraged it but nonetheless it's not that cool but listen nobody's perfect let's put that aside for a minute and let's just say that the album is amazing (laughs) okay drake's album i liked it too 
But I felt, and so did a lot of people, that it could have been a bit more produced. Like the track Massive, he, he could have done a bit more vocals in there. The beats go on a bit too long. I like it, but it could have been finessed a little more. Whereas Beyonce, they go the other way and they produce the hell. And they've got stuff going on all over the place in these songs. But again, it's just so well done this time. She uses a lot of sort of raw language in it, which I personally don't like. And I don't understand how it's going to get airplay. <laughs> Maybe that doesn't count at all anymore, but I don't like it. But I'm going to have to live with it. The weekend does it famously, and not too many people bat an eyelash when he does it. So why are we going to do it when Beyonce does it? But my thing is, Beyonce doesn't have to do it. I don't understand. Like, it's not like she's young and she's bowing to the pressure, and that's all she's used to. She she knows the way it used to be. You don't have to do that. And also, she didn't really have to get mostly naked for her album covers. I'm an auntie. I'm an auntie. Whatever you want to say, I'm a prude. You don't need to do that. She's got talent to make up for a thousand naked, gorgeous women. Like, she doesn't need to try and be Cardi B or Megan the Stallion. She's so heads and tails above that. I don't understand, but sex does sell. That's the old adage for a reason. But in her case, honestly, she didn't need it. The swearing, yes, it bugs me, but the tunes are just too good. The tunes are too good. They're putting me in a good mood. I want to thank her personally. <laughs> and um, I also wanted to point out in in the, in the Donna Summer remake, she there's a section that I posted a couple times where she's, she's saying, you know, Balenciaga, Louis Vuitton, da da da. So she's got all these really luxe high end designers she's singing about. And then all of a sudden, she brings out the Telfar bags, which are from, you know, it's sort of a black, more urban. And she said, I put away my, those, her Birkins are in storage and she's carrying her Telfar. So again, you know, bringing forward her culture, which they, we need people to do that. We need people to, for we need representation. We need more representation in every seg- sector, whether it be a native Canadian, the black culture, whatever it is, every, every, we all need, except for white people, <laughs> we need more representation of minorities, different people, sizes, whatever it might be so again that's another reason why i like her because she has substance she's she's got a she's got a theme going she's got a story to tell she's got things to say you know you've got to respect her you've got to respect beyonce um she's not perfect but she is she's she's quite a woman and that's it Alright, just a quick but important addendum. When I was speaking about the Nigerian man that was brutally beaten to death in Italy, I forgot to mention his name, which is important that these victims of senseless violence have a name. There's somebody's child, there's somebody's brother, father, and human being.
that mattered. His name is Alika Ogurchukwu, and is important to remember him. All right, you guys, that was it. I hope you found this entertaining. I hope I made you laugh. I hope you like the content. It's it's really hard putting out a podcast. It's like it takes a lot of your personal energy. It's very strange. And as we know, these days, personal energy can be scarce, which is, you know, why sometimes often always it takes me a while to put one out it takes a lot of energy even this short sort of brief one it's like a piece of you for whatever reason i guess it's like performing and then when you're done you're tired something like that anyways i hope you enjoyed the content i appreciate your support so much please follow me on instagram please share with your friends please rate the podcast if you liked it Take care of yourselves, each other, and I'll see you next time. Bye.